Hour number two, Phenomenal Football Friday. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley, and you here on the VetQL Network. Great to be joined by our audience right now on Stadium. Uh, we'll be on Stadium for the next two hours. If you're watching us right now on Stadium, welcome to the show. We got two hours of wagertainment coming your way. Sam Paniotovich will join us in just a moment from Nesson Fox Sports and the Chicken Dinner Podcast, giving us bets for this weekend, including the trademarked chuckle game. Colin Wilson, 20 minutes from now. Anthony DeBundo with soccer bets, 40 minutes from now. Ken Barkley's college football card for the weekend. The locomotive leaves the station one hour from now. Do not miss it. Brad Evans still to come. The glass. Last man, PJ Glasser, still to come. And in the power hour, final hour of the show, all our bets for tonight and all our bets for Week 10 NFL Sunday. But joining us right now to kick off the fun and frivolity on this, this what's it, five words to start with F, the fun and frivolity on this phenomenal football Friday, is our friend Sam Paniotovich from Nesson Fox Sports and the Chicken Dinner Podcast. He is on Twitter at SP Shoot. Sammy, welcome back to You Better You Bet with Nick and Ken, my friend. How's it going? What's up, gentlemen? I come with apologies. The chuckle game did not uh, come home for the boys and girls last week. We are six and three, but I, you know, I thought when Brown was down twenty-two seventeen, we were going to be okay, and then they just got blown up. You know, it happens, I guess. And Sam, I obviously we're looking forward to the the chuckle game later. I was uh, I was interested whether you would have a bet on Michigan Penn State, and I'm I'm sure you saw this before we start, but just in case you didn't, and for people who are watching live on Stadium, like we haven't done this for them yet, all of the reporting is that although the official punishment has not been handed down yet, all the speculation is uh, Michigan coach Jim Harbaugh will not be allowed to coach on the sideline for the rest of the regular season. And apparently that will include uh, the game starting in 21 hours or 20 hours at this point against Penn State. The team's like already on the plane in the air on the way to State College. And like he's apparently not going to be allowed on the sideline to coach the game. And we'll see what happens legally. Um, But with that in mind, I can also tell you, Sam, Penn State has gotten bet as a result of this. So Michigan was four and a half on the board everywhere. It's now four. In most places, the total has not changed, though. I think that's what you want to talk about. 44 and a half, 45. What about Michigan, Penn State with kind of all this controversy swirling around the game? Let's also understand that if you don't think Jim Harbaugh is going to be piped into that sideline, you are out of your right. mind. Like he is clearly going to be involved in this game. Let's let's get that clear from Jump Street. Um, the market tells a story here, guys. You know, conventional wisdom tells us that when two good defenses meet, it's probably a good idea to look under and you look all over Twitter and social media. There's a lot of people saying, Oh, I got to bet the under. And yet the market, you know, before this news broke went from 43 to 44 to 45. And some of the sharpest guys in Vegas that I know took over 44. I like over in the game. I liked it anyways. Michigan's going to score points. I mean, JJ McCarthy is the best quarterback they've had in a long time. In fact, he's the best one I think under Harbaugh. So, They're going to score like 27, 28 points minimum, I think. And then, you know, you look at the other side on the defense. They've got NFL talent all over the field, but they also haven't played anybody, guys. I mean, the best offense Michigan has seen is probably Minnesota, and that's not really saying much. So I I applaud how good they've been. They haven't given up a lot of points, but they also haven't played anybody. Penn State needs, in my mind, to get to 17. If they can get to 27 – Michigan gets me 28. We're over. But but here's the other thing, too. Like, Michigan is in that spot now where you have literally ticked them off for almost three, four weeks in a row. You think they're not going to run this up if they get the chance? If they are up, like, 21-10, 28-10, you think they're not going to try and score 50? Out of your mind. They haven't shown you anything either because they haven't had to. So we might see a flea flicker touchdown. We might see a wide receiver reverse pass. 
I think Michigan empties the clip this weekend, and we're going to get over 54, uh, 44 and a half, 45 for sure. Yeah, I, I, I love this bet. I, I just imagine, by the way, like Jim Harbaugh, like a combination of like Solid Snake from the Metal Gear series and the, like Bobby Valentine when he got ejected from that Mets game and came back in with like the, the fake like sunglasses and like nose and mustache. Yeah. Some kind of combination of that, like sneaking in to like still be, of course, like they're cheating. You don't think he's going to be like someone's going to be piped in with him on the sideline? 100% agree with Sam on that. So that's the thought, Sam, on the Michigan Penn State game coming up tomorrow on Saturday. Just curious. And then like we'll spin this to the rest of your bets coming up for this weekend. Does it like, change the way you kind of like conceptualize and like handicap early on like Michigan Ohio State if Harbaugh is not on the sideline in the final regular season game of the year the look ahead market there is about Michigan six like this if he like Penn State's one thing tomorrow if he's not going to be on the sideline against Ohio State and I don't know how this is going to play out legally or whatever does it change the way you feel about that game and you can give us a quick answer to this if you want and then we, we can spin it to your other bets for this weekend I put more weight in the Ohio State game, obviously. You know, it's it's more of an understanding that James Franklin is just a nimrod in big games and has been since he's been in Happy Valley. So I'm not really too concerned. And the other thing, too, when you get to send it on Friday, <laughs> you put the entire game plan in play. I mean, this is walkthrough day in college football. So everything that Michigan wants to do and has planned to do is basically already on the tray that's about to be dropped off on the table. So I am, I'm not concerned this week. It would be a different conversation, though, spinning it forward, though, to Ohio State and Ryan Day. Yeah, I, I haven't even thought that far ahead, but I have no concern this weekend. It's just it's crazy to just look at the board. I just I'm just gonna say this one more time. Like pe- people are betting James Franklin at a small number right now against like the best team in the country. Like I just I like can't like I guess like thanks Big Ten. For like making this, it's just I think this is like absolutely insane. Obviously, I think Michigan's really good. Uh, Sam, I know you have a couple other college bets you want to talk about coming up this weekend. I was happy to see this one on your card. I like this one also. It's like a funny game in terms of like the point spread in the matchup. So I think a lot of people watched Bedlam last week, saw Oklahoma, so we had that bet too. It's one of one of our winners last week. Oklahoma State wins outright in the last Bedlam. They've won I think four or five games in a row. We have their win total over from before the year. It's one of the win totals that's actually going pretty well. Uh, but now they they draw UCF. And people might be like, oh, man, Oak State, they're rolling. Like, what's the number in that game? Oklahoma State, just a two-and-a-half point, two-and-a-half, two-and-a-half point favorite in that game. Uh, what what do you like here with Oak State, maybe one of the hottest teams in the country? It opened two-and-a-half, Kenny. It hasn't budged. I mean, that tells you a lot about the respect for UCF in this spot. And you also have to understand, yes, Oklahoma State is tied for first right now in the Big 12, It's the Pokes and the Horns. They're both right there on line one. And UCF only has one conference win. So, oh, that's wow, I can can lay two and a half. Well, guess what? This is literally the season for the Knights. They are four and five. They they need to win this game because they probably split the final two to get to six and get to that bowl game. I love Malzahn in the underdog role. He's been profitable for 15 years in this role. But it's really – it's time to poke – and pop the balloon, no pun intended. Nobody wanted to vet Oklahoma State last week. Nobody. And now all of a sudden everybody's like, oh, yeah, you know, like my, my mailman the other day goes, I kind of like Oklahoma State. What about you? I'm like, Jesus Christ, this is where we're at. Like now everybody wants to vet Oklahoma State. It took them to get to 5-1 and one in the Big 12 and first place, and now you want to bet them. Yet this line, you know what, it's so funny, hasn't gotten to three. Hmm, I wonder why. I expect the Knights' A game. We've seen them hang with Kansas State with a backup quarterback for three quarters. 
They went all the way to the wire with Oklahoma. They are going to fight and scratch and claw their way to, I think, a outright victory in this spot. I took two and a half with UCF. Two and a half. You better you bet with Nick and Ken here. Phenomenal football Friday. College football and NFL bets. We'll get to the chuckle game in a second as well with our friend Sam Paniotovich, Nesson, Fox Sports, and the Chicken Dinner Podcast on Twitter at SP Shoot. Sammy, let's go to the professionals, to this Niners-Jaguars game coming up Sunday in Duval. Uh, both teams coming off the bye. It does look like this game might come off three at our show sponsor, BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. San Francisco 3-15 minus right now. Total of the game is 45. What do you like for the people, Sammy, with the Niners and the Jaguars? Well, let me first, Nick, let me break some news on your program here. The bartender, who was very good at being very bad, uh, just texted me about an hour ago that Jacksonville should be favored in this game. So uh, <laughs> take from that what you must. Yeah, the yeah, mailman like, and the bartender. Okay. This is like a good thing. I think the mailman needs to be a part of this bit also, Sam, after like with Oklahoma State. Maybe that should be the mailman's first official pick this weekend as well with the bartender. You don't even want to know who the dentist likes. We'll save that for next <laughs> week. Uh, last time we saw San Francisco, they were just – crushed by injuries offensively you know they had lost their third straight game trent williams was out their left tackle obviously we didn't see debo for a couple of weeks and they couldn't score with with cincinnati that team was literally in the right place at the right time to get the bye week they needed they needed time to regroup and recalibrate and now debo is going to play it looks like trent williams is going to go he came back to practice yesterday assuming those two play Think about the chessboard, right? It moves Brock Purdy back into a much better position. It takes pressure off of McCaffrey. Ayuk is able to go into WR2 mode. Kittle has an easier pass to open catches. It's it's just the perfect storm for San Francisco here. I, I think the game should be like four, four and a half. You applaud what Jacksonville has done, but Jacksonville also like hasn't really played that many great teams. And while I do think Jacksonville is good, I think San Francisco, when healthy, is great and Good luck, Trevor Lawrence. You get Bosa and Chase Young this week. Good luck with that. I think three is a great lay for San Fran. Sam, I know you have uh, some other NFL that you like this week. I think it was – I'm scrolling up to get the back. I think it's Cle- uh, Cleveland and Baltimore, right, is the other game that you like. We've talked about this game a bunch this week because of all the award stuff that's come out. Lamar Jackson – it could be frontrunner for MVP Lamar Jackson against frontrunner for Defensive Player of the Year, Miles Garrett. Now the Ravens have been a better team this year. They're laying about six and a half at home. What do we like in this game? I'm very high on Baltimore. You guys know that. We talked before the season about over nine and a half, over 10, you know, 222 and a quarter to win the North. Those all look like good bets. All that said, this is too many points for me to lay against the Cleveland D that is legit up front. You know, Miles Garrett might be the best player on the field, and you're not going to slip anything past, uh, past Cleveland in this spot. Cleveland knows everything Baltimore is going to do. Baltimore knows everything Cleveland's going to do. And, and, Here's the caveat, too. I was talking with John Murray. We do that video on social every week. He's from the Westgate in Vegas. And he said the Ravens are not only the most popular side this week, it's one of the most popular sides of the season. Everybody's lining up to lay six, six and a half with the Ravens, Ravens money line, Ravens money line in the parlays. And yet this line is still under seven. It tells you that there's some resistance on the dog at a good number, six and a half with a low total, 38. Baltimore is going to sweat this out. I think they do prevail, but that's a lot to lay in an AFC North showdown. 
I think Sam is our first guest this week to like Cleveland in that game, which is not to say that he's right or others are wrong or vice versa. Just that I think that's interesting, Sam taking a stand on the Cleveland Browns. Sam, we have about three minutes left, and we want to make sure we can get two things in here. I know you wanted to talk about a college basketball future. If you could give that to us in about a minute so we save time for the chuckle game, that would be great. So, you know, two years ago, we bet Kansas 20-1. to 1. Obviously, that worked out really well. Last year, it was Texas at 18-1. to 1. They had a, a tough injury in the Elite Eight. They had a, what, nine-point lead with six minutes to go in the uh, Elite Eight game and just couldn't finish. I thought that was a good spot. I'm going to Kentucky this year. Uh, bet a little 17-1 to at Circa in Las Vegas. You could probably find 16, 15-1 to if you shop around now. They've got three five-star freshmen that eventually are probably going to start uh, for Coach Cal getting into February and March. And I like Trey Mitchell a lot, the transfer from West Virginia. He's 18-10 and 10 every night, uh, assuming he stays healthy. This is probably the most talented team he's had since 2016, and that's saying a lot because he's had some good recruits. But this is a really, really good Kentucky team. And that 18-1 that was 18-17-1-ish was not right. So I, I do think Kentucky at that number at that price is, is, is a really good bet. All right, so Sammy, we're rolling with Kentucky as his future right now in college hoops. They are uh, they are eight, and pe- for people that want to bet that at BetMGM right now, our show sponsor, you can get the same number as Sammy, 18-1 to 1 right now, Kentucky to win the national championship at our show sponsor, BetMGM. All right, Sam, we got a solid 60 seconds here for the chuckle game for this weekend. Six and three on the year, my friend. Let's chuckle all the way to the pay window on a seven and three mark. What is the chuckle bet this weekend? Well, let's start by saying that you better you bet has officially ruined the market on Brown. We can't bet Brown anymore. We can't bet the over. We probably can't take Brown. Uh, these totals have flown up three, four, five points per game. So we're going a little bit lower on the board. Three oh eight nine two seven. This is the fighting Fordham Rams. Oh yes. baby, I know you're excited. I know you're excited. I think, like, I, I made the game, like, 62 and a half. But they're not going to open that high. It's Fordham at Lafayette. I think it's going to open, like, 58, 59. Maybe we see a 60 that they hang on the opener, and we're going over. Uh, these two teams, very good offensively, versatile. They can run. They can pass. And they score touchdowns, guys. They're not getting inside the 20 and kicking. They're, they are punching the ball in. I think we get a game easily in the 30s here. It should be a fun one in Lafayette, but we're taking the over. Fordham and Lafayette, it's 308-927, and anything like 58-59-60 is going to move, and that's a promise. Hashtag go Rams, hashtag Ramily, hashtag love it, hashtag chuckle game. Sam, we appreciate it, man. Great job as always. Watch Sam on Nesson, read him on Fox Sports, and also listen to him. We had Chris Felica on the show on Wednesday. Sam is a part of uh, Chris Felica's show, Bear Bets. Check it out and listen to the Chicken Dinner podcast as well. Sam, we appreciate it, my friend. Good luck with the bets this weekend, and we will talk to you next week here on the show. You got it. Hashtag Hardball, hashtag Piped In. Love it. Hashtag Colin Wilson coming up next year on a Friday.